Are you still mixing station gas and oil for your string trimmer, leaf blower, or chainsaw? Eliminate the mess and the guesswork with True Fuel, the original pre-mixed two-cycle fuel. True Fuel is ethanol-free and precision-engineered for small engines, improving performance and extending the life of your outdoor power equipment. And True Fuel is available for both two- and four-cycle engines. Empower your equipment with True Fuel. Available at your local home and garden center today. This gives chills. Oh, you're a soundbite in the beginning. I-95 Sports Network, 2 o'clock on a Friday. You know what time it is. Bison and Oz, I-95 Sports Network. Number to call is 1605-562-8001. Press 5 to join the conversation. You know what, Stephen? Just when we thought, and welcome everybody, Bison and Oz again. Uh, beautiful Friday, Oz. It's nice out there. Yes, nice out there. Uh, nice out. Uh, how are you, my I'll friend? Be- in nicer weather next week, though. Oh, a lot. oh, yeah, you'll be. See, I will be doing the show either by myself or with a special guest, maybe. We'll see. Um, Steven will be in Vegas selling his life away. So Washington, I New York Island. Yeah, I don't think I'm allowed, I don't think I'm allowed to go to Vegas. Um, yeah, Islanders. We'll have Rob Tab on at 2.30 to discuss all things Islanders and Rangers. And just when we thought, Stephen, we're going to be, you know, sticking with the championship game Sunday and discussing last week and – Mainly football and yeah, next time Adrian Gonzalez. We'll see what you know what his role is and that and Puma and Puma's been around a lot. And why Brandon Nimmo uh, is too valuable to I, trade. I'm starting to like come to grips with that, and I'll explain why later. Um, just when we thought we you know we we had it all set in the last hour, hour, Robbie Anderson got arrested. I shouldn't be laughing. Robbie Anderson got arrested. On nine counts. Nine charges. Nine different charges. Not the first time. I don't want to. It better be so quiet I can hear a pin drop every time. Uh, Odell this and Odell that and distraction that. Shut up. He can, he can you know, uh, lift his leg up like a dog all he wants if it means he's not getting arrested like this guy and like this clown and like Ezekiel. Ridiculous. And in the last, not only that. Kevin Shattenkirk, who hasn't really been playing well this year anyway. Well, we kind of know why. Been nursing a knee injury. Now with a torn meniscus, he's going to be out indefinitely. He's having surgery. You assume he's going to miss the rest of the season, but sometimes, you know, listen, these hockey players are tough. Um, I mean, look at Nikolai Coleman. He's coming back. He's aggressively coming back. He's already on the ice. And they said Coleman was out for the season in October. Yeah, so, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, Anthony D'Angelo is going to come up. It makes me a little nervous. But Has kid, he ever had any NHL time? He, he in the be. In the beginning, yeah, but he got sent down fairly quickly. So was he playing in Arizona? He, yeah, last year. Don't you remember? He was like uh, making racial slurs to the or homophobic slurs to the refs. Of course, that was a story. I didn't remember that. Um, the kid's got a lot of talent. He's just got to put his kind of head on straight. So hopefully, he went down to Hartford and did that and realized what the uh, right. You know, listen, they got to leave a lot of young players up now. I kind of, I kind of like it. You see what they're trying to do, and I told you this last night. They're trying to rebuild on the floor. They're trying to do what the Yankees did. Rebuild while still trying to contend. I wouldn't really. Yeah, say, but it doesn't work. I wouldn't really say rebuild, but like reload with younger players. But um, you no, know, realistically, that's not the right method. No, it's not. But when you have a guy, you know, Henrik Lundqvist is 35 years old, and Windows, I mean, he's still playing the way that he's playing this year. Except when he plays the Islanders. When he plays the Islanders, if it's even though he wasn't in net. No, he he wasn't. But I mean, but if you want to just throw that shot in there, go ahead. Um, you know, he was playing. They were saving him for the next day against 
the, the rival team plays. And I would play the team. Rangers every single night. All right. I would not, I'm telling you this right now. I wouldn't want to play in a playoff series. So we're going to get into hockey. Um, Steven, last week we saw something special. I would, I don't know if I told right before, and we'll start. Do you want to go in order? Or you want to start, uh, you know, the priority? What do you want to do? Want to go in order? Let's go in order. All right, let's go. Um, first of all, I, I kind of like the whole underdog thing um, with Philly and Atlanta. Um, I told you, man, don't trust Atlanta. I tried to tell you didn't listen to me. I tried to tell you do not trust these Falcons. I trusted Doug Peterson and Nick Foles and that Philly team more than I trusted Matt Ryan, Dan Quinn, and the Atlanta team. And hey, things came to fruition. What, what was that point goal at the end of the Did you watch that game? What was it? A shovel pass from second and nine? Kevin Coleman, I don't understand. If you remember, and I, I will always remember these statistics. Devontae Freeman had 11 carries for 78 yards in the Super Bowl last year, and we were yelling about you know, them not running the ball. Kevin Coleman had nine carries for like 68 yards. Why are you not giving him the ball on first and nine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, you have Matt Ryan. You have the veteran. I know, there. but Steven, it's first and nine. There's still time left on the clock. You don't I run understand. the ball once. You, you do a show. I mean, of all play calls, you do a shovel pass. I didn't get, I didn't understand it. I really didn't. Uh, so, I, listen, I, I was buying the whole underdog thing. I kind of like the whole dog yeah, thing. You like, like the dog. Yeah, yeah, you know, home underdog, whatever. Um, I mean, that's what Joe was saying the yeah. whole time last Sunday, last Saturday or last weekend, or whatever. So I like the home dog. Uh, yeah, no, I like the home dog. Listen, I told you, I thought Nick Foles, I thought that team was good, and he played well. You know, he didn't he make did. he didn't make too many mistakes. I was mistakes. shocked because I honestly thought in that scenario, I mean, look what happened couple years ago. But do you remember what I told you specifically? When, like, the, I literally, I got it down to the T. It's just incredible. I should go to Vegas with you. I told you when Carson Wentz got hurt, this team is still good for one playoff win at home. It would have to be a team like the Atlanta yeah, Falcons, a team that doesn't, is not exactly tough defensively, isn't going to get physical with you, and has struggled all year. And, and, look, first, what, and uh, look what happened. And you know what? Uh, I'll give credit. Their running game picked up. You know, even though Ajay did have that uh, one fumble in the beginning of the game, you know, their running game picked up to complement uh, that offense. And they, that's something the Eagles didn't have in the beginning of the season before they got J.H.I. Yeah, uh, 23 for 30, 246 yards. I, I mean, he was a game manager, Nick Foles. I mean, he didn't make any mistakes. Um, J.H.I. instead of one fumble, 50, hey, listen, 15 carries, 54 yards, um, you know, average three yards a carry, but and LeGarrette Blunt went in and did his thing. Not a lot of yards, but he went in and got physical, pounded one in the end zone. Um, I think that's it, though. I think that's it for Philly. Um, you think so? Yeah. Uh, you think they give? I think, I think, no, I think it'll be a good game. I, I, you know, maybe by some standards, I don't think people are going to really enjoy Keenum versus Foles, but it's going to be a little odd. But no one expected that in the beginning of the season. No, no, not at all. Um, I didn't have either of those teams in the playoffs, but, um, yeah, listen, Sarkeesian's coming back. And Quinn said it. You, you can't blame one guy, but, you know, we'll we'll see with this Atlanta team. You still have Matt Ryan, still have Julio Jones. It's nothing to be probably put your head down about right. it. Besides, you know, you, you, this, <laughs> the state of Georgia just can't play football right now. But um, the next game, we had uh, the Patriots versus the Titans, and that ended how we all expected it to end. Uh, what was it, 35 14. 14. Was there any doubt in your mind when Tennessee went down first drive, marched down, and scored a touchdown on the first drive? Was there any doubt in your mind? 
No. No, we both we both took the thirteen and a half and in my mind I'm like, Oh god, Patriots gotta cover twenty and a half points. It, literally. Like What's just that? just like that. So um not even much to talk about this game. It's it was Tom Brady being Tom Brady. Now we're seeing that Tom Brady isn't going to be 100% healthy. He hasn't practiced the past two or well, three days. There's one thing about not being 100% healthy. There's another thing about your throwing hand being injured. Like, I'm a, I, listen, I'm legit, and we're going to do the picks later. I'm legitimately worried because I know they throw a lot of shade to Patriots, and they don't like to reveal a lot. But, I mean, he was wearing both gloves on his hands. and yeah, don't Listen, do it. maybe it's all a play. Don't do it. Maybe it's all a play. Now, I'm not Vinny, but, you know. Don't I, do it. I'm not Vinny, but I'm, no, I'm worried about this game. How, about, how do you not love Belichick? Is it going to be a game decision on game time decision for Sun Friday? Do you do you regret the Jimmy Garoppolo trade barring if Tom? Or worried about Jacksonville on Sunday? Play Jacksonville. That's why I got to <laughs> love it, man. People don't. People get annoyed by it, and I feel bad for the New England reporters because they have a job to do. But it's so fun. But you know what? No one really expected Tennessee to even get to that. No. no, I was rooting for them not to make the playoffs because it, it would just be non-competitive. I wanted the Chargers. Listen, are you telling me the Chargers wouldn't have gone in there and gave them a game? Oh, I thought I, I would have thought, but they just didn't play well in the beginning of the season. They didn't deserve to get in. Um, but I think this Tennessee team, because I, I, Mariota had an off season. Or yeah, and I, that's exactly where Mike Malarkey was. You know, is gone, and now they're looking for a new head coach. Which that was a whole mess too. After they gave him a vote of confidence, <laughs> we were saying last week how they gave Malarkey a vote of confidence after the one playoff win. Oh, you're canned. <laughs> Listen, it was the run to me. It was the right decision. If you remember correctly, two years ago when he got hired, it was basically the me. You know, it was a game of musical chairs. The music stopped, and it was only Malarkey was the only. You know, it was no seats left. I mean, Malarkey was the only. Guy, everyone else had picked different locations already, and you know, McDaniel's might go there, or Wilkes might go there, or McDaniel's is right, you know, linked to an indie job, but uh, you know, we'll soon, we'll soon see. But, That's another uh, thing we have to talk about. But oh, we'll yeah. get into that, after. <laughs> dude. Is it a great when you have a packed, packed show and you only have an hour to do it? But so uh, let's get into the next game: Jacksonville, Pittsburgh. Uh, Jacksonville started off the game three straight. Drives, touchdowns, unbelievable. 21 nothing at that point, but you knew Pittsburgh was going to make their comeback. Big Ben doing his thing. I know Haley got the can, but how is, how is Tomlin not getting any heat for this? I'm sorry, but the fact that Le'Veon Bell is tweeting the morning of the game. I love round twos. We're going to have back-to-back round twos. So the fact that Mike Mitchell, the safety, is like, and Jalen Rand is like, who? Who is that? Who's that? I mean, like, I don't understand, and I still to this day will not understand the disrespect because, I mean, they didn't do really anything week five. They just absolutely smacked you around, yep. and you give them no respect. Same with five interceptions that game. And they, listen, there's no doubt about that. Tomlin's teams never really buttoned up. No, never. They never. They, they never showed up. Sh- well, not even that. They're just they never. They, how many times have you and I sat here week and week and week? on Fridays, and taking covers against the Pittsburgh game, purely because we know that they play down to the competition half the time and hit. They do. So, that's true. Listen, that, that's their own fault. I mean, you can't get – listen, you score 42 points on one of the best defense in the league and you can't win a game, you should be damn shaming yourself. You really should. Well, Pittsburgh made a comeback. Don't Give them credit where credit's due. They did come back, and realistically, the better team won. Like, yeah. like Bortles yeah. played out of his mind. Play, listen, played not to lose. It's fine. And actually, news coming out of Jacksonville, Fournette, just the other day, uh, supposedly it was nothing involved with the Patriots that Fournette got in a car accident, 
Just before they versed the Patriots. Yeah, well, listen. He's okay, though. The good thing is okay. It's, that's what matters. But, um, uh, listen, I, I'm excited for this game, but we're going to see. Um, by the way, 260 pounds, it's okay to, you know, go for a quarterback sneak in a fourth and one, but that's a conversation for oh, another lifetime because I, I don't get it. But, Stephen, in the game that everyone was talking about, you know, I, we, we're at a restaurant when we're watching this game. I walked away once Breeze scored that touchdown. I'm like, all right, like, this is, you know, what, what are they going to do? It's over. My fourth how, many, how many seconds left? 11 seconds? It was like something? 20 seconds or something like that. 20 seconds. They scored 20 seconds left. Miss, I was about to say her name. My fourth grade teacher was there at the restaurant. And she said, my husband and my son are at the game. They're huge Vikings fans. They live here in New York, but they're huge Vikings fans. And when that, that happened, I heard the entire – because I walked away. The entire place went nuts just from their family. I'm like, you – I got right up. I'm like, there is no – no freaking way! This happened. Dude, that was incredible. Well, I was at the New Virginia, and we had cousin Buck. Uh, this, this guy would go to New Virginia, and uh, big Vikings fan. Uh, we call his name is cousin Buck. We call him cousin Buck because he looks like he's from the south, and we just call him cousin Buck. Die hard Vikings fan. All my, he was on the ground. We all gave him a hug after Stefan Diggs had that miraculous touchdown. Unbelievable. I will say this. The one thing they can't get caught up in, and, you know, according to Zimmer, it was all business the day after, um, don't be satisfied with this. I mean, you're going into a place where, it's yeah, it's going to be cold and you don't have the home field advantage. You're clearly the better team. Was this better than the Jacoby Jones touchdown? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, the Hail, Flu- Hail Fluco, Hail, Hail Flacco. Uh, no, I, I, I thought, I mean, listen, because – I mean, how many seconds were left in that game? There was still time There's left. Still there time was left. still time. I mean, this was a this was a, you don't see walk off touchdowns like no. this. No. So. This is why football is the greatest sport. I feel you know what, Big Cat, is that his name? On Barstool, yeah. I said it was spot on. If you don't like sports, I really feel bad for you because this is listen because people are so invested and enamored with these reality TV shows, The Bachelorette, Bachelor, Kid Cardet. Whatever. It's all crap. And, you know, this is the ultimate reality show. And we saw amazing again. So, listen, good for Minnesota. We're going to get into those games later around 245. Uh, but um, good for them. Congratulations. I, I am – I have now latched on since my Super Bowl matchup has been broken up in half. I have now latched on to a rooting interest. I, I would love to see – I want to see the home Super Bowl. I want to see how I that is. Too. I would really want to see if the home crowd would spend – and I'm sure they would – uh, majority of them spend their dollar to be there. Absolutely. That would be the first time. I think it's the Ever. first time we'd seen it. Ever. Let alone win. So we're, we'll see. Absolutely. We'll have to see what happens. But Case Keaton versus Blake Bortles. Nick Foles released Blake Bortles. We, we'll, we'll, we'll have to see. No one expected that. But <laughs> the know, Raiders and the Packers in the Super Bowl. One thing we ha- we do have to talk about is if Minnesota gets eliminated this week, are we going to see – a new Giants head coach. Well, from all reports that I've seen and everything I've read, it's basically a done deal. Um, from everything I heard, Paul Schwartz, who I actually met this week, I was a little, I was like, oh, I listened to you today. Like that was a little, um, you know, according to him, Patricia was never a favorite for the job. They yeah, always had the sense that he was going to the Lions. But then you're hearing other guys from New York uh, Post even. Uh, on WFAM the other day, I don't know if it was the post. Uh, it was the Daily News. No, listen, Gary Myers and Pat. Gary Leonard. Myers, that's what it Gary was. Gary Myers and Pat Leonard. Pat Leonard, I do miss him covering the Rangers, but does a good job with the Giants, I think. Um, despite this, it said that it was basically a done deal that Patricia was going to be the Giants' coach, and it was false. And you know, I was listening to Gary Myers on, on basically journalism one hundred and one. 
um, with Evan Roberts yesterday, the other day. Oh, that was a, a great end. It was. No, great it was interview. Oh, it was fantastic. And basically, he's saying, I can – technically, I was not wrong. I went on what my sources said, and I trusted my sources. So um, they trusted their sources. They trusted the information they got, and the information – listen, it might have been correct at that time. Patricia may have changed his mind. We don't know. Um, now, the one thing, Stephen, that would worry me is the disconnect in front office of the Giants because from everything we hear, Steve Tisch wanted um, Patricia. Mara wants Shermer, which looks like he's going to get what he wants. And Gettleman wants Wilkes. That worries the hell out of me. Wilkes isn't happening right now. But I'm, I'm just saying this disconnect terrifies me. You're right. You're absolutely right. And, you know, even Josh McDaniels, who we mentioned last week, it's a pretty surefire thing that he's going to be the coach of the Indianapolis Colts. And I think that's the right fit for McDaniels, especially with Andrew Luck. Give Andrew Luck a new system. And, you know, Andrew Luck's obviously coming off another surgery. Uh, and I think McDaniels would be great in that system uh, of uh, McDaniels and Luck. But Shermer, the offensive Coordinator for the Vikings. What, what what would your thoughts on that be? Uh, the one Can he handle New York? There, is that co- the thing? there are a couple of things that worry me. Um, Mike Holmgren, the guy who who hired him, basically ripped him in an interview. I, I heard that as well. Um, so that that he was too tight and he had to loosen up. Which listen, people for some reason people just forget that Tom Coughlin was a hard ass. People did not like Tom Coughlin the first time. Coughlin time. Yeah, the I mean he, he still had the Coughlin time, but. Um, 2007, at the season they won the Super Bowl, the first season, he loosened up. You know, he took the guys bowling and training camp, and Strahan looked at it so well that he came back. He was didn't even retire. Um, people can change. You know, I think Sher- Sherman could probably change. I mean, you know, we look at it, and we, people look at the record in Cleveland and say, oh God, like yeah, that's a great that's a great resume. Nine nine wins in two seasons in Cleveland looks like a godsend right now. I mean, it really is. It, it's incredible because. Um, sure, listen, uh, Stefan Diggs was singing praises to Shermer yesterday, saying Odell would love Shermer because he knows how to get the balls to superstars. Um, and he knows how to make superstars. So we'll see. Um, the quarterback situation is another thing that we have to look over. But, um, and uh, as I see Steven, Steven, taking some interest in college football, is that what you're doing? A little bit. I mean, it's interesting. It's an interesting time of year with, you know, all the rumors. I'd like to know what the giant situation is going to be. Hey, hey, right, right, stop, stop. I got, uh, listen, I got insider. I got insider. I know you're looking for Mel's right now. I got insider, bro. Don't worry about it. I got you. I got the hookup. Um, no, but they, listen, they, if they, they get, it looks like Shermer's going to be the guy, which I, I be okay. Listen, what I, you, you know, I wanted McDaniels. Um, I thought that was the right guy coming from that tree, although the tree doesn't exactly have much success, but, um, I mean, yeah, uh, it's really – I will get it for you. Calm down. Okay. What is wrong with you? What's the, wrong with what me. is the matter with you? I'm good. I don't know if you are. Um, listen, if he, people can change. So, uh, listen, we'll see. He's had – listen, Donovan McNabb had his best two best seasons with Pat Shermer, his two years as a quarterback coach. Um, and then was the OC eventually with them. And before that was the OC, you know, obviously the head coach in, in, uh, in Cleveland. And, oh, I have to get, I will tell you the same thing that I told, that I told you when the Gettleman hire happened. I'm not exactly static, but, but you know what? We'll see. 
I have to give it a chance. Um, now, can he handle the New York media? Uh, you know, you just asked that question. You know, we'll see. And, and um, you know, that's one thing that could worry me, too. But, again, we have to give the guy a chance. Odell, listen, Odell basically, and I'm paraphrasing, went out and tweeted, uh, you know, God has uh, God has great ways of working. But, um, Stephen, I, I have your elusive, uh, your elusive mock draft. Okay. That you were looking for. Are I was. You, are I you was. okay now? Yeah, I, I see you're getting a little antsy over there. Touch it, you know. No, but uh, I was looking at it the other day, and I saw Mel Kuyper has first overall Josh Allen. Yes, that is correct. Second was Josh Rosen. I don't remember third. I believe it was Saquon Barkley. No, he was, was Bradley later. Chubb. Chubb. All right, so you want me to just go down the list? And a lot of people have Sam Darnold going first. Yeah, you know what? One thing that is interesting to me, and as we go down, they're in the top 15. So, again, Josh Allen, Josh Rosen. He has Bradley Chubb, who is – oh, my, he's a beast, um, going to Indy. Saquon Barkley going to Cleveland. Sam Darnold going fifth to the Broncos. Listen, he did not have a good encouraging year last year like that. There are, now, the whole package, people think Darnold is the guy, but they're concerned. Minka Fitzpatrick going to the Jets. Um, I don't know how Jet fans are like that. Quentin Nelson going to the Bucks. Calvin Ridley Bears. Denzel Ward, oh, God, Raekwon Smith, Mike McGinchy, right, here it is. I've seen this a lot. Baker Mayfield going to the Redskins. I know I'm not I'm not trying to seem like uh, a Mason Rule fanboy, but if Kirk Cousins then does walk, and you see Cousins, and you see the way he plays. And you see Mason Rudolph, very similar. I mean, Baker Mayfield is not that type of player. So I think Jay Gruden will look at that and, I don't know, it was interesting. But, Stephen, do you know how many times these mock drafts are going to change? Oh, absolutely. I know they're going to change. And everyone else is going to have their own different opinions on it. And we've talked about it week in, week out, that, you know, you, you your guy, Mason Rudolph. It's my boy. Uh, no one's talked about. Uh, and it seems like he's not going to go first round. My – my, well, now after this injury, he injured um, it was his foot. Uh, I saw yesterday on Twitter. Um, and I don't think he will. I think he'll drop out now. Um, to be honest, we had our bet. he's not going to play in the senior. We had our bet. Uh, we'll, see. we'll see. If he's able to do the combine workouts, was the my dream scenario was Mason Rudolph going second overall. No, is Saquon Barkley going second overall, or you know quitting now, or trade down, get more picks, and trade back into the first round. Like, you know, 31st or 32nd, and then take Mason Rudolph. Like, that would be my – like, I would – the things I would do if that were to happen, I probably can't say on these airways. So I'm not going to. Okay. But just know, I would be ecstatic. Uh, and listen, with the Jets, and there was some Jets news today, and I heard the news. I was listening and I was driving when I was heard, listening to Joe and Evan today. And he said this is, is uh, breaking Jets news. And you know how he likes to tease Joe a little bit. And I was driving, so I didn't want to look at my phone. I'm like, all right, so I guess I'm going to have to – and he kept teasing it and teasing it, and he kept giving him giving him guesses. And get, And he was like, well, a prominent Jets player <laughs> was arrested today. He's like, oh, my. The first thing he asked was offense or defense. He's like, all right, as long as it's not Adams or Marcus Smith. Like, Damn it. But, uh, you know, whatever. Um, and he was right. And you know what, Joe, and I have to agree, wasn't surprised. I mean, he's, I mean, he's been arrested before. I thought it was either Anderson or Safarian Jenkins. Or, been, or uh, well, I mean, there's never been, never been any. I okay. mean, the other two guys are, okay. you know, there's history with them. Um, dude, come on, I nine, cho- nine, cho- something happened. Basically, something happened with his family. 
a dispute, I don't know, resisting arrest, evading police, and running away from the police. Are you? Oh, boy. Dude, come on. You got to, well, we know we can run. Listen, we know the guy's fast, so if he was able to get away, he might have been able to get away. But, um, I, listen, there should be no toleration for this at all. Should be gone. Should be cut. I agree. If he doesn't go to jail first. No, I agree with you 100%. It's just a shame that players take for granted, like athletes take for granted what they have. Didn't even get paid. Didn't even get a payday. Couldn't even wait until they got a payday. They take for granted what they have, and they don't look at the big picture. Robbie Anderson could be, could have. I don't know if he still will be a big future of this Jets team. He could be a, a good number one or two receiver for this team. He was had a great season this year. I call him a taller to Sean Jackson because he can take the top off a of defense, got good hands, and he's got breakaway speed. And he wrote, listen, I, I would be shocked if he was in any NFL uniform next season, let alone Jets uniform. Well, the Jets are going to have to make a big move now. Uh, whether they cut him or not, they're going to have to do something big in the offseason. I still think they're going to be another year, to, uh, at least another two years away. Listen, and you felt confident in a quarterback being drafted, um, whether it was it they move up in the first round or they draft one, move back and take a you know a Baker Mayfield or a Rudolph or a Lamar Jackson or whatever it may have been, because you had a new one coming back. You had an Anderson there who had a big year, or a Pro Bowl type year. You had Jermaine Curse. You had Curse. If you brought Safari Jenkins back, I think he could have been a, a real good addition. Obviously, to, to or retain him, so that would have been good. And now it's just—I mean, you gotta figure something out now because, like I said, I'd be shocked if this guy's on the team next year. I'd be shocked if he's in any NFL uniform. Yet. I mean, who wants that issue? No, Listen, you don't Hal- want that Helen only means so much. Nine different charges in an hour. Maybe the bird talks about Oh yeah. Jesus! He had no issues, right? Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh my God. We're going to take a quick break, but Stephen, I think you have some exciting news to uh, break down for us, don't you? Oh, yeah, absolutely, Earl. And in two weeks, we haven't decided on an exact day yet. I believe it was, it's going to be on a Monday. We'll figure it out. But S&D Podcast, Weissman and Oz. Tell me, tell the people. Joe Cusimano. Oh, he's back. And dude. maybe one other surprise guest. Oh, Really? This, not, we're not do positive I, yet. Do I get it? Do I get to know? I mean, we don't because I don't know if it's certain yet. I don't know if they, if this person was asked yet, so I don't want to. Has it. this person come into our show? Yes. Has this person been with us live before? No. But that's all I'm gonna say. In two weeks, but we are gonna be doing this show, uh, our football Super Bowl prediction show, oh, we where we're gonna talk end. about our awards and stuff like that, and we're gonna be raising, uh. Money for ch- children's cancer. So, uh, great work by SND Podcast, as always. And we'll be looking forward to doing that joint show uh, in just about two weeks. So, make sure you keep uh, listening, and we'll give you updates for that. My proud moment of that show that we did last year. I was the only one. Actually, I think my, I think Vinny had it, too. Um, and if he did, if he did, and I apologize, I don't remember. This is, I mean, I barely remember. When I ate for breakfast this morning. I don't know. Um, Dak Prescott won the Rookie of the Year. I had, I, was, I, I got one right. I got one. I had the Super Bowl too, but you know the awards. Like, yeah. Seek, feed him, please. We'll be back with you right after this commercial break. 
on NFL Sports Network, Western Oz. Introducing the SND Podcast channel, your one-stop source for all types of podcasts. We are always on the look for new podcasts to join our channel. If there is any topic you would like to discuss, contact us now. We could be reached on all social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, and or Instagram. You can also contact us by email or leave us a voicemail at 516-570-9248. So make sure to contact us now so you can start your podcast soon. You know, whenever you, you know, you, you claim you like music like this, and every time I play Linkin Park, you just, now you just shake your head. You shake your head. You all right over there? I'm great. Well, guess what? To be. Oh, God. Greatest man ever. I'm not even kidding. Uh, Weiss and I was back with you on a Friday. I-95 Sports Network. Number to call is 1605-562-8001. Press 5 to join the conversation. And now we're just waiting for his phone call. Rob Tab coming on to talk, uh, talk Rangers, talk Islanders. Um, if you're just tuning in now and you missed before we cut uh, commercial breaks, listening to the podcast, you just heard a commercial from SND Podcast. Um, we will be doing a joint show again. Full details will come later. Um, we are raising money for... Uh, Children's Cancer Society, though. Um, SND Podcast, listen, very good with the fundraising. So, um, uh, you know, good job with them by always, always, and and we appreciate them asking us to join them as well, of course. But, um, you know, I joined a fantasy baseball league with Steven, his fantasy, and for some reason I accepted the invite. Team's not there. I don't know where it is. Like I I have no idea. Fantasy baseball? It's like Ghost. I don't know where it is. Yeah, CBS, fantasy baseball. I'm doing a league with him, Vinny, and Dan. Did he not ask you? No. No. You mean because, you know, there are reasons for that. You're not good at it. Rob Taub, Sam Fischler. Rob, how you doing today, man? What's up, fellas? I'm at the, uh, just at the gym right now. Rob? Rob, push the button. You, guys... you put him on. Rob? Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Hello? What are you looking for me? Here, try, uh... We're going to give this a little ref- We're going to try that again. Oh, Rob, there he goes. Um, uh, yeah, uh, listen, Rob, you listen and call back, but uh, we'll try to get you back on, obviously. But, um, Tell yeah. me a little bit more of your fantasy baseball league that I'm not invited to, Steven. It was one spot left. Well, here's Rob Tau. We'll Let's try this again. Try this again. Rob, are you there? We miss you. How you doing? Mr. Rob, Rob Tau. What's up, boys? Rob, I don't know what's going on here. We don't I'm hear gonna, you, buddy. I do miss you, though. Hello? Can you hear me now? Try giving us me? one more call, Rob. I mean, I assume he could hear us if he, if he just if he's hanging up and calling back. But um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, you you're not good at it. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I just and there was one spot left. He asked me about this months ago. You okay. were in the car. I asked. I said, if you have another spot, let me know. Okay. You did not seem very reluctant to take it from me. And we're going to try to get Rob Tab on just again. Rob, Rob, you're on air. Rob, how you doing? Hello. Hello. Oh, hey, we finally got Rob. How you What's doing, up, buddy? Boys? What's going on, Rob? Rob, we're, uh, you know, a lot to... Uh, I'm, a lot uh, to... I'm, I'm, I'm just in the gym right now trying to... Uh, Digress my body after what I saw last night and get ready for them to break me down more tomorrow. <laughs> I was going to say, it sounds like you're like 
on a boat or something, but I guess I, I got that wrong. Um, Rob, we'll start with, just because the injury that happened a couple hours ago, um, start with the Rangers, Shine Kirk. Uh, I, I've been seeing a lot of requests to sell this team on Twitter. Rob, are you buying into that? Do you think when the deadline comes around, do you see them selling off pieces like a Nash, like a Grabner, even exploring trades for Lundqvist? You know, frankly, it's hard to say right now. Uh, I think the way Nash is playing, I mean, he has five points in the last two games. I don't know if maybe he's starting to heat up because he knows that he could be dealt at the deadline. I don't think they're going to deal Grabner. You know, he he's one of the top scorers on the team, even, you know, if half of them are at the net goals. Uh, I don't think they're going to start selling off unless they know that they are going to fall. They're going to fall apart in the next few weeks, and they just go on a complete downturn. I, I can't see them selling. Not when you still have Henrik Lundqvist, who has been just phenomenal this year and, you know, could be in the conversation for the best again. But it, it's hard to see them selling right now. I mean, they're still winning games, but, they're you know, they, they haven't played their best. And now the Shagger injury just, you know, comes at the wrong time, you know. I was hearing reports that they could trade McDonough. They, you know, hell, you know, hell, you know, that's not going to happen now because of Shaq Kirk being out. But I think now you're going to get to see, you know, guys get it, like uh, Tony D'Angelo and Neil Pionk and you know a few other guys are going to get they're going to get their chances now. You know, to show you know maybe why that the team shouldn't be selling and maybe why they should be buying in come deadline time. But I just don't see it where they start selling off pieces unless they completely fall apart and you know that. Jeff Gordon is, you know, he keeps his card close to the vest like many other GMs, but he knows that there's a deal to be made out there. He's going to make it. But I think right now he's just staying the course. We'll see what happens now that Shattenkirk went down, and now you're missing Hayes and, and uh, Kreider, and now you're going to miss Stoll. Could he make the move? Sure. But is he going to start selling all pieces? I don't think so. I think we have to wait a few weeks. It's it's wait and see right now. He's had a tough year. Um, 23 he's, points. He's Honestly, never. He's, are you talking about Shattenkirk? Yeah. Is it? I mean, really that much of a loss that they did lose? I mean, I assume. I, 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 I think. It, I don't mean to cut you off. I think it is because you know he was the guy who was brought in here, you know, to get the Rangers over that over that hump. He was brought in here to improve the defense and to you know help on the power play, which he has to a to a certain extent, but. You know, you've heard things from you heard from Barry Trotz saying, you know, they did, you know, he wanted to see more out of him in the playoffs this year. You've seen the uh, things said from AV this year that you know that Shankirk hasn't been good enough. So I don't think it's that big of a loss that they did lose him. But I think he just never he's never gotten off on the right foot here. I know he wanted to be here. He wanted to be a Ranger. He said that after his, uh, when he first got signed. But it seems like he's never you know he's never gotten any like. Uh, I feel like he's become almost complacent, almost a little bit, and so, somewhat with the way the Rangers are, they've become a little bit more complacent than they have in recent past, in recent years. But I think with Shattenkirk, it's just he's never got a, he's never gotten off on that right foot yet. I think that the, the team was waiting for him, you know, finally bust loose. I know he has 23 points, like you said, but you know, could you make the injury? He was playing with a, a torn meniscus the entire year, sure, but you know. Guys have played through that, and they've done really well. So, you know, it's hard to say whether, uh, you know, it was a it's a huge loss or a small loss. You know, that'll be determined in the next few weeks. Yeah, and Rob, what what screens are you? What are you the Islanders? Oh God, God, no! Please no, don't. No. <laughs> I, pro- I promise. You know, Robbie Anderson and Kevin Shankert made this a very packed show. I promise we won't keep it that. Well, 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 I'm I'm very very disturbed. 
fire out Robbie Anderson because I loved what he did this year. And as a diehard Jet fan, you know, I thought he was one of the, he's was, was going to be one of the future pieces of this team with Quincy Nua. I'm extremely, extremely upset because now if he's not a Jet next year, it just feels that's another hole the Jets have to fill in the offseason. And I don't know if they could do that because they have so many to fill. And then just, I'm, I'm very upset. I saw that news. I was like, you've got to be bleeping kidding me. You know, this guy just can't, you know, he's so good. He's got so much talent. I know he's a, he's a twig. That's what I like to call those skinny guys. But, man, he's just the wrong place at the wrong time again. The Islanders completely destroyed the Rangers on this weekend. At the Garden, which they always do. Yeah. Uh, they seem to take the regular season series uh, most seasons. But since then, uh, they did have another uh, win after the Rangers game. And they, and they I, you know, uh, Stephen, I know you follow me on Twitter. I know Errol follows me on Twitter. I know the account. If you see what I said. There are people who had no idea who you were that know you from me or know of you from me. And so. Telling me how much they love your tweet. You have officially risen, my friend. I mean, I appreciate that. I don't think I've risen that much yet. I hope to. You know, I don't want to just have a career based off tweets. I, you know, that's the name of the game now. If you want to try and get your name out there, but I think with the Islanders, and I do, I do try and I don't try and like try and bash them per se, but I give that you know that honest feeling that you know maybe sometimes other people can't. They are soft. They're just so soft right now. They're, they're fragile. They're soft. They're almost. I wouldn't want to call them weak. But when I hear Doug Lee using those type of words to describe a team, that means that there's something in that inner circle, in that locker room, that there's something not right about that locker room. And maybe it's the, all the injuries. Maybe, you know, because I've heard that with, when it comes to leadership, you know, Tavares is the captain, but he leans a lot. And I mean leans a lot on Cal Carterbuck, Johnny Boy Chuck. He leans on all the – he leans on Andrew Ladd. He leans on Josh Bailey. He leans on the older guys to, to set an example. And, you know, I have no problem with that. But, you know, when I hear Wake calling him out after Tuesday's game and say he needs to be better, I mean, you know, the writing's on the wall. I mean, there's there's a lot of things that are wrong with this team. And it's not even just the on-ice play. There's, there's something missing in that locker room. And I don't want to say it's Matt Martin because that's the excuse people want to give. But I think they just they don't have that, that toughness that they used to as a team. And it, it really it sucks because you're seeing where – Teams are literally below by them now in games. You know, the Irons almost have no chance. Go down by two goals, they're out of the game instantly. And, you know, it's 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 very hard. It's depressing to see because the start that they had to do. And, yeah, they, you know, they were playing up and down hockey, but they were winning. They were winning, and that was carrying everything. Now they're losing. You're seeing all the flaws coming out left and right. And you see this GM still sitting there on his hand. He could have signed UC Okanen. He could have picked up Cody Francis, even though, you know, people will argue that, you know, they're not the right guys and he wants to, you know, build from within. But, you know, what what else does it, is it going to take for, you know, him to make a move? Because, honestly, and I said this this morning, last night, I think if they don't come out with something from this West Coast road trip, you have to leave him out west. You cannot leave him as the GM of this team, especially with the Tavares contract coming up and the trade deadline. you got to have a fresh choice. It's been third. It's been now 12 years. So something's got to change. Giving up 35 shots across the game is not enough to success. First of all, I, I can't stand the people blaming the goaltending for this. When listen, uh, listen, Yarrow Halak, sorry, cut you off. Yarrow Halak has been fantastic the past two weeks. He's upped his game, and you know he's just got no help in front of him. 
you know, it, it, it's crazy. He's got no help in front of him. And then you see a guy like Thomas Grice, who on Monday night literally stole them a game, probably his best performance of the season, and they almost lost. Like, he did everything. He won that game for them. It was him and nobody else. And it's just like the goaltending has been there. I mean, I think Halak's played great the past, you know, five, six, seven games. And it's just they're not giving them the support. So people want to bring the goaltending. And, yeah, were there a few shots that could have been stopped last night? Absolutely. But look at the way the team plays now, where they literally go into they go into a ball and let people run rough shot by them. They let other teams just run rough shot. And that's leaving the goalies out to dry. So for people who want to burn the goaltending, you got to look at the whole package. It's more the defense than the goaltending because the old goaltending is the only – it's actually the only chance that the team has had of actually still trying to get points the past few weeks, despite all the injuries and the bottom six crap that's going on and all the AHL guys that are on the team now. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, we don't have much more time left. Uh, we got to get into a lot of things. But one more thing I just want to get into. Me and Errol talked about this yesterday. Uh, why would John Tavares want to stay here and not go to Toronto? Toronto does have better goaltending. Toronto does have a better defensive place right now. I mean, Tavares said what he said, but realistically, you wouldn't be supposed to Realistically, well, Tavares is the type of guy, you know, he's been here nine years. You know, he's been through it all here. He's seen the good, he's seen the bad. He call, he just, he does the company, you know, the company line, you know, I want to stay here, this and that. I don't think he'd want to go to Toronto because right now Toronto looks like they're in shambles after what happened last night. They lost their fourth straight game. You had the goaltender calling out his team, which, you know, is good and all. When has John Tavares ever called out his team? You know, has, has there ever been, you know, has, has there ever seen that since he's been here? Not really. But it's, you know, he would, I don't think he's going to go to Toronto. I don't think he wants to deal with that media market. I don't think he wants to go to Montreal and deal with that media market too. But I think if Tavares is – I think he is going to say – he just he's such a guy where he has so much pride, he has so much respect for the organization. And I think that he just he knows he's the guy here. I've said this before. If he goes to Montreal or to Toronto or wherever, he's not gonna be the guy. Here's the he's the only guy here. He's the face of the franchise and and I don't think he wants to get that taken away from him. I think he also sees that they've kind of the the Owls are building something now with you know, he brought in Barcelona, you brought in Everly. You have a good top six. You have, you know, some young guys in the pipeline. You've still got guys under contract who are, kind, you know, who are still pretty good. But I think that what's going to make him stay is if they make the playoffs. I agree. I think if they make the, if they, I think it comes down to if they make the playoffs. I think also, and I don't like to disclose what I hear sometimes from other people because, you know, I try to keep things close to the best myself. I've been told that, you know, it could be if Snow, if they miss the playoffs, and that's the last line, for, that's the last straw for Snow. It really should be. I don't even think it's a Tavares contract. I think if they miss the playoffs, there's, you have no choice but to let him go. And I think if they fire Snow and someone else comes in here to deal with the Tavares contract, I think he signs immediately because I think it's a, like I said, it's a fresh voice. It's a new perspective. And I think that was called the guy, the, whoever the new GM, if there is a new GM, will be, he'll get it right into Tavares and said, like, hey, things are turning around here. You know, no more of this garbage that you dealt with the past years. We're going to be on the right track now. We're going to get guys in here that are going to want to win, that are not going to take their roster spot for granted, which I feel like it has been for almost a good, you know, month or two now where guys are taking their spots for granted. And 
I think, you know, I think he's finally going to get that message across that, okay, now I want to stay. Now I see, you know, I got my, I got the arena deal that's taken care of. Now it's all about the team. It's about where the team is going, what direction the team is going to head in, because this team needs to make the playoffs this year. If they don't make the playoffs, it's a, it's a embarrassment because of how good they started off the season and how badly they ended up messing it up. Well, we got to let you go, but uh, we'll talk to you soon, okay? Thank you, Rob. Oh, wait, no rivalry? Oh, we're going to do that next week? <laughs> no, we are. You know what? You know we, what? We, we, do have the, we do have the off week next week from football, Rob. I promise we'll get into it next week. we got to get into the championship. Thank you very All much. Right. Always. Rob, lift that. I hear the I hear the dumbbells clacking in the back. Make sure I I want to see two twenty five from you. I can't do that, man. Take <laughs> care, <laughs> hey, Rob. Um, Stephen, we're getting into the Mets right now. I just have to read this tweet from Brian Costello. It's a little disturbing. Um, this is the police report from Robbie Anderson. Do you want to hear it? I'm going. I'm obviously going to censor most of it, but um, Anderson allegedly told the arresting officer he was going to find his wife, bleep her and ejaculate in her eye. My Lord report, and the report also said he was doing 105 in a 105 in a 45 mile per hour zone. So, yeah, I don't think he'll, uh, um, listen, I don't just have to worry about cutting him because I I don't think he's going to. If Sheldon Richardson can still play in the NFL after what he did, you never know. Dude, 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 dude. Championship weekend. Uh, we'll get into the championship we're gonna, in just five oh, minutes. Go ahead. Brandon Nemo. We love Brandon Nemo. Adrian Gonzalez is a Met. He should have been a Met seven years ago. Yeah, I can't – You, know, I just am unfathomed by the fact that you couldn't wait to talk about a guy that was brought in for $550,000. You were so excited. Why? Tell me why. Please. I didn't say I was excited. You, were, you couldn't wait to talk about this. You wanted to start off with this. I did not. I be it. Go ahead. Well – I think the bigger news out of this is Dom Smith is probably starting in AAA. Which we knew that. I'm not happy about that. I'm not happy about that. I mean, I was happy with Adrian Gonzalez as a backup option if Dom Smith, you know. But if, in spring training, I think Dom Smith has to earn that first base job to start opening day. You don't think so? No, I think we're – listen, we'll find out. Um I think if he plays well in spring training, I think I was listening to Heyman yesterday. Heyman just has his finger on everything. Um, if it basically even in spring training, Dom Smith will be in Vegas. If Dom uh, Dom Smith blows the teams or blows the Mets away in spring training, he'll probably start at first base. But um, you know, I mean, we shall sound, we shall see. It will be we will listen. We'll have time to figure that out. But um, but the thing is, I've heard from. Multiple sources that Adrian Gonzalez has been a cancer in the locker Yeah, I heard that too. I, I mean, Especially listen, they love cancer. They, love can- they, was, they didn't want to bring Ahmad Rosario up early, earlier than we wanted them to because we thought Estrella Cabrera would be a bad influence. What do they do? They pick up his option. The Mets love this stuff. Don't you get it? Don't you understand? It's the running joke. The Mets are the joke of the league. Ah, oh, it hurts. Why is Brandon Nimmo so valuable? I will okay. actually tell you this because – I'm going to ask you a series of questions, and you're going to just tell me yes or no. Um, do you have any confidence that Michael Conforto will actually be back by May 1st, yes or no? No. Yeah. That, how about July 1st? Let's do that. Yes. Um, do you have any confidence? Has Juan Ligaris proved that he could stay healthy the last few years over the course of a 162 season? No. Has Jonas Cespedes the last year and a half have proved that he could stay healthy over the – No. Okay. So I just answered that question for you. 
That's why. That's why Brandon Nemo is still here. Because you have one guy, you don't know when he's coming back. Why aren't you trading Nemo for McCutcheon? Because that's another... Listen, do you want another liability in center field? The guy can't play center anymore. I watched him. He shouldn't have been playing center. The only reason he was playing center last year is because Morte had to deal with that suspension. It was temporary. He's 30 years old. You don't want to... And you know what? McCutcheon had this incredible hot streak in the second half of the year that made his numbers not look as bad as they were. He was brutal in the first half of the season. He was really, really bad. So the Mets, listen, they, Nimmo, I, I like Nimmo. If you told me anyone else is the nicest guy in the world, I would, yeah, I would tie you to a chair and call you a liar because that man is the nicest man in the world. The Mets, I know Stephen Hurts, they need him right now. They need him. But you know what time it is? Oh. Oh. You know what? You like that, right? I like it. There's a there's a theme, there's a song that I can never seem to find. But is this it? Hang on. I'm gonna test some things out where you're getting the spreads up. Is that what you're All doing? Right, well. Is that what you're doing? No, this is not what I was looking for. Oh. Alright, well regardless. Let's do this. Oh, Steven, championship weekend. Tom Brady may have a hurt hand. He wore two gloves at the press conference today. So literally full of people. I assume he's going to play. I assume that he is going to be okay. Tom Brady, there's no chance Tom Brady's not playing. Steven. No chance. Jimmy Garoppolo, I think it'd be okay if Jimmy Garoppolo is playing, but that's another story. Even if Jimmy G was the backup, Tom Brady's not missing this game. I don't care if he has a broken hand, broken arm, whatever. Tom Brady's not missing anything. He's a broken arm. Excuse me. Give it a spread, you fool. All right. New England. Maybe by a touchdown. Give me the Patriots to win this game. I know you're so... I, I don't know what the word is, but you love this Jacksonville team. I've been on it since last year, man. You know it. I've been on it since last year. You know what, I do think this Pittsburgh game was a fluke. I think it was a fluke. Look how Jacksonville played against Buffalo. They didn't really stand out. Defense did. Okay, we knew the defense would. But can you trust Blake Bortles on that offense? Can you trust uh, London Fournette, who has not dialed helplessness all season? Give me the Patriots. Don't go. As you know, there is one guy and one man only who has been able to beat the pass in big spots. Fortunately, that guy is not coaching this team. So. Steven, this game is going to be closer than you're indicating it is. I am picking the New England Patriots to win this game, barring Tom Brady, is 80% out. This defense is for real. That's not what I'm saying that. Oh, well, you, just, you, didn't, you didn't specify that. Sorry. Um, Jacksonville will cover. I think the Patriots will win. Listen, it was you're going second week in a row that Blake Bortles has to go to a cold weather game. I don't trust it. I don't trust Bortles. Um, not really much else to say. I love listen. This defense knows they're being looked at as underdogs. They embrace. This is the type of team that embraces. I know they gave up 45 points, 42 points last week. I think that was more of a fluke than the win itself. Um, give me the Jacksonville Jaguars 
to cover seven and a half points. Patriots to go to the Super Bowl. Next game. Minnesota at Philadelphia. Vi- uh, ooh, Vikings favored by three points. Home dogs, man. Break out the home dog. Let me go first on this one. Go first. Listen, I love the whole underdog thing. I love them embracing the underdog. I loved everything of it. I picked the, the Eagles to win that game. I told you to take every penny that you have and bet the Eagles on that three points. That is not the same thing here. Atlanta is not the same team as they were last year. Atlanta is not this. Listen, we, I can make an argument top to bottom. This is the best team in the NFL. Between the defense, the quarterback, the running backs, and the weapons outside, this is the best team in the NFL. We will finally see a home Super Bowl. The only thing I'm worried about, Steven, going still thinking about the Minneapolis miracle. Um, that's still playing through their heads and taking the team for granted, thinking they could just waltz in. Basically, what Pittsburgh thought they could do, just waltz in there because they are the better team and just win that game. No, you got to go out there. You're going to have to earn it. I think they will. I think Mike Simmons is a fantastic coach, and he's, he'll have his team ready, unlike Mike Tomlin did last week. Um, give me the Minnesota Vikings and the New England Patriots in Super Bowl 52 in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Book it. Well, Errol, we did this. Do it. We talked about I this. I dare you. We talked about this at the, at our, during our show with the SMD podcast when we were on the phone just a week and a half ago. Uh, before the playoffs actually like, really started, we did our championship predictions. I was the only one right I chose the Vikings to make it to the championship round against the Falcons. Did you? I don't remember. I believe I did. No, you had the Rams winning. Okay? You had the Rams winning that first game. You don't even know who else picked. You're right. You I, had the Vikings But what I did have... You're right. I did have the same. I did have the Vikings winning this game to go to the Super Bowl to versus New England Patriots, and that is exactly what I'm going to do. Minnesota is going to run all over that Philadelphia defense. That front line's scary, man. There's some rough riders in that front line. Vikings win this game. So I get a score from Big Dad. Vikings win this game. 21. Oh, my. 14. Oh, I like it. I like it. I really, this defense, I think it's going to be too much for this goal. Who do you trust? Now, listen, obviously, I, I picked the Vikings because I believe, listen, I believe that they're just a better team. Who do you trust more? Case Keenum or Nick Foles? If these situations would reverse, if Nick Foles was on the Vikings, would it alter your decision just a little bit? Yes. So you do not trust Nick Foles whatsoever to the point Not right? at all. Carson Wentz is in this game. Carson, give me the Eagles all the freaking way. Uh, Case Keenum. You're getting a little Philly, uh, Philly love. I don't like it. I don't I like am. it. I love Carson I love Carson Wentz. I don't know what it is. I, I don't care. I'm a Giants fan. I don't care. Carson Wentz, there's something about Carson Wentz that's making him one of my favorite players to watch in the NFL. Getting a little tickling down there? Like, you, you have a weird skill? Oh, look at that. You impress anything. Hey! Uh, you getting a little tickly down there? You having a little weird feeling? Am I there? wrong for loving Carson Wentz? I, 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 like, I, young like, guys. I like watching Carson Wentz, but when in week 17, when it's a winner-go-home game against the Giants and the Eagles, you're going to be talking about how much you love Carson Wentz, you love Carson Wentz, they say, you know, he's ripping your heart out, and everyone hates you. Well, that depends. Is the only man going to be the quarterback next year? Who does that matter? 
It's your team. I understand that. It's your favorite football team, I think. But you, I, I feel like one day you're going to be joining Joey in, like, uh, Eagles jerseys one day. That's, Joey's a Cowboy fan, first of all. Oh, Joey's a Joey's a No, the guy, yes, the guy who basically yeah. runs this. Joey's love. Come on, man. Imagine Joey looks. His oh. wife's an Eagles fan. Oh. So is this, no, she's not. Yeah. Is she really? Absolutely. How does it work out in the house? Don't even ask. No. <laughs> Um, yeah, but Steven, we'll, uh, yeah, listen, we'll see this weekend. We will see this weekend. Um, we'll definitely, Steven, I need a, a week prediction, uh, from you. You want to give me a week prediction? Um, my weekly prediction from you. Do you remember last week's yeah. prediction? Yes. Do you remember mine last week's prediction? I don't, no. I don't remember. I remember mine was AFC. the Giants are going to hire a head coach. And that was eh. – oh, technically they haven't officially hired him yet. But I'll give you a half. I'll give you a half, right? The New York Islanders, the, P- the biggest Golden Knights in Las Vegas oh next God. Thursday. Because I will be there. You will not be with me next week. I will not. Oh, my God. Are you going to miss me at all? Or are you gonna... Absolutely. Um, all right. I can't wait for that atmosphere. This terrifies me a lot. Um, I believe the Rangers will go two and two on this West Coast trip. I think they'll beat Colorado tomorrow. I think they'll beat either L.A. or Anaheim. I would take Anaheim in the Honda Center. I think that I really, if for some reason, any time they go to San Jose, it just does not go well. Um, I think they're gonna get throttled. I think they're gonna get pretty <laughs> throttled by the Sharks. So, um, yeah. Um, Steven, please be safe. Do not gamble too much. Do not gamble your life away. I don't do that. I'm not going to say don't get – you're in a state where it's legal to gamble. It's okay. All right? Calm down. Don't worry about it. Um, get home safe. Get there safe. How long are you going for? When are you leaving? Four days. When Wednesday, Saturday night. Oh, my God. Uh, how many people are, are accompanying you on this trip? At least 10 to 15. Oh. I'm glad I, uh, I I guess my invite got lost in the mail. But well, I, you're, you're not on the fence? I mean, listen, when you guys go to – you guys are at the Islander game, where do you think I'm going to be at? I, I, I'm going to be enjoying myself making millions and millions of dollars. I probably shouldn't be allowed to walk there, walk into that place. Um, We're not doing – we're doing uh, – we're doing the Monday of the Super Bowl, the SND podcast show. Do we well, have a date on that yet? You, were, you see, you guys ruined it. I mean, you basically. Jesus. Steven? Have a safe trip, my friend. Thank you. Ryan. I will see you. Well, see you the airwaves will see you in a couple weeks. I will see you in well in two minutes. So, have a great week, everybody. I ninety five Sports Network. Whites and not.